Ahead of International Women's Day, which is coming up this Wednesday, the folks at Robert Half have released a survey of Canadian workers to, uh, focusing on the priorities of working Canadian women. Here to talk about their survey from Robert Half, Senior Managing Director Kula Vasilopoulos. Kula, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Sterling. Well, it's great to have you with us. And, of course, your, your timing is impeccable with International Women's Day just a matter of a couple of days away. Talk to us a little bit about uh, the motivation behind the research. Or is this an annual event, Kula? Yeah, you know, I think we tend to do surveys on an annual event. But as we come up to, you know, different times that are important to individuals in their career, that's when we, um, you know, want to hear from what people are looking for. And that's exactly what this survey pointed out. Um, ultimately what the priorities were for female professionals. And, and uh, I would imagine some of it would have had to deal with the uh, the duration and perhaps the after effects of working through a pandemic. Talk to us about what you found uh, in terms of attitudes and reactions to that experience. Yeah, so, you know, I think what our survey really focused on was what was um, important or what the priorities were. And, you know, that certainly could have been impacted um, and likely was through, you know, the pandemic that we all experienced. What we found through the survey was that, you know, 74% of females are wanting their salary to increase by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, And it ultimately was one of the main reasons that female professionals are, you know, really considering a a job. Um, They're looking for better compensation. Interesting. Now, uh, was there there a perceptible desire to move on from a lot of the people that you were talking to? You know, I, I think ultimately, if they can identify an opportunity that is going to sort of fit in these priorities. One of them was financial compensation. The other one was more flexibility. Uh, You know, a third of individuals were seeking greater flexibility to choose when and where they work. And that you can expect was likely very much driven through the experience of the pandemic. Uh, And then more than 32% were wanting a promotion. So career progression uh, is very, very important to them. And so what we find is that if individuals can find those types of opportunities, yep, they're willing to move on. Interesting. So as an employment agency, essentially, you counsel your clients who are hiring people, uh, and uh, they're very much looking forward to the information that you uh, find in these surveys. So what what's the word to employer clients about flexibility? Yeah, great, great question. And, you know, we continue to communicate to employers that it's so important to support and retain their female talent by providing really competitive pay, flexible work options, and career growth opportunities. Um, So ensuring that we're doing our best to help educate really the marketplace around what that looks like for females. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, pandemic-driven experience of being in our back pocket now. A lot of people have had had a significant change in terms of their work environments. Uh, In in, in many cases, home is the work environment. What about a desire to maintain uh, that balance? Uh, A lot of people seem to be heading towards a hybrid compromise solution, maybe two days in the shop, three days at home, or vice versa. Are you sensing that to be at play largely? Yes, absolutely. You know, there there continues to be a bit of a delta between maybe what employers are hoping and would like and what employees um, are really demanding. Uh, and what we are seeing is definitely a shift to hybrid. What's really important to employees 
is that they have the ability to have flexibility. And so flexibility can be about where you work. It can also be about when you work. Uh, And so that's very important. So as an employer, I think really understanding what the motivators are, what the drivers are for your employees so that you can create, you know, a win-win situation where you're able to provide the employees what uh, is important to them and also be able to retain great talent because the, the war for talent is, you know, continues to be very, very fierce. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about compensation, Kula, if we can, please, because, of course, mm-hmm. uh, I guess one of the big questions is how close or how, or how much close has the gap in terms of pay between males and females doing the same job in the workplace? Has that improved at all? Has pandemic changed anything in that regard? You know, I don't really have any data uh, specific to that, but what I can certainly say is that the level of awareness around, you know, wage equity uh, has certainly increased over the last several years. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I would really believe that employers and organizations who recognize um, that, you know, pay equity uh, is a priority for them will really win uh, when it comes to be able to, you know, not only attract great talent, but to retain the talent that they have. Well, it's such an investment to bring a person on board. It, it can cost up to from six to 12 months in terms of productivity. And so when you make that investment, particularly at the executive or management level, you, you, you really are hoping for a long-term solution, aren't you? A hundred percent. And that, you know, that's where it becomes so critical that companies or employers really understand what's important, what the priorities are for their people, whether it's their existing employee base or from a from an attraction standpoint. So understanding what's happening in the marketplace, talking to organizations like ourselves that really, you know, are, are communicating with potential employees every day, uh, will really help you be able to be equipped to, you know, have at least Uh, a little bit of an advantage on the war for talent. I'm I'm curious about productivity concerns, if you don't mind for a moment, Kula. And this uh, this talks, uh, again, to employers as well as employees, because there are still employers out there who are saying that this the the work from home, the not at the shop uh, approach is detrimental to productivity. Is that a common attitude or is it now becoming sort of peripheral? Yeah, you know, I would say it's probably a little bit more peripheral. It really is dependent on the organization. You know, what we're hearing from employers is what's important about having individuals, you know, whether it's in office or together, is just that sense of connection Mm -hmm. um, tied to the culture, tied to collaboration. Um, And so I think we all learned through the pandemic that you know, people could continue to be very productive irrespective of where they were working. The one big miss that we had was just being physically together. How much time that is, how often that is, I think ultimately is very dependent on the organization and the industry that they're in. Interesting stuff. Let's talk a little bit about STEM, if we can, because it's been a priority for a lot of uh, certainly women's groups, as well as some employer groups. Where uh, did you, uh, in the process of surveying Canadian professional women, talk about STEM at all? No, we didn't really get into uh, into that. You know, what we really focused on was what their priorities were and what was important to them. Uh, and, you know, I have seen some data around, you know, I think the return to women from the workforce 
or into the workforce again, you know, as the pandemic has shifted. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, women uh, and female employees were certainly impacted in the workforce through the pandemic. So it's, you know, it's really positive to see um, that that, you know, trend uh, is continuing. And so, you know, that's been very, very positive. But I think what employee female professionals are looking for really is very similar to all professionals. They want to be able to have um, great work-life balance. They want to have, you know, camaraderie with their coworkers. They want to receive recognition for their contributions and do meaningful work and be compensated fairly and appropriately for that. Interesting stuff. Very interesting work. How many people did you talk to in the process of putting this data together? Yeah, for this particular survey, we spoke to 1,100 Canadian professionals. Okay, and so that's a good cross-section. And uh, so priority number one is uh, acceptance. Uh, Is that a a poor way of expressing it? Yeah, I think so. You know, know, they they want to be... um, they just want to be able to receive recognition for their contribution mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, ultimately have greater flexibility um, to choose again where and when they work. Uh, I don't really think that differs much really from anybody in the workforce who's experienced the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ultimately want to be able to have, you know, some opportunity for career progression. So, yes, being accepted, um, you know, being able to be heard. Uh, you know, feeling really empowered to voice their career um, priorities. That was really important. Interesting stuff. Great survey. And thanks ever so much for taking a few moments on a Sunday morning, no less, Kula, for, for, to share some of the findings that uh, Robert Half has discovered in, in the past few weeks. We appreciate it very much. Mm, my pleasure. Thanks so much.